Welcome to the podcast of the Pilates Alliance of Australasia. The PAA strives to continue promoting the expansion of the Pilates method as a professional and valued healthcare and fitness discipline. The goal of the PAA podcast is to explore the many facets and layers of the Pilates industry through conversations with the community. I'm your host, Bruce Hildebrand. Welcome to the show. In the lead-up to the PAA conference happening in September this year, we have a series of short podcast episodes to introduce each of the workshop presenters. On today's call, we have Alex O'Neill-King. Alex is the founder of AOK Keep Moving in the inner south of Perth and has a self-professed lifelong obsession for movement and study. As well as having formal qualifications in dance, Pilates and physiotherapy, Alex has studied further into the fields of strength and conditioning, mobility training, pain education and neurological physiotherapy and pre-COVID was expanding her international experience working in the Middle East before returning home to Western Australia. Along with her passion for helping her clients to keep moving, her education work helps movement teachers combine up-to-date guidelines and optimise communication skills with their Pilates. Alex's workshop at the conference is titled The Pain Experience. Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Alex, could you give us a quick overview of the workshop presentation you have in store for us at the upcoming PAA conference? So we're going to briefly to some of the neuroanatomy and the nerdy stuff of how we experience pain and why our pain experiences are different. We're going to look at some communication strategies we can use with our clients to empower them, even when they're having pain. And then we're going to look at some movement and cueing strategies to help us as Pilates teachers help lead and guide our people through their pain experience. Uh, Alex, can you share with us the background experience or the specific learning that you had yourself that was the catalyst to creating the content for this conference workshop? I was really fortunate to start my physiotherapy career in the public health system. And I worked in the hospital helping people in really acute situations after surgeries where their pain was really intense and extreme all the way through to in the rehab setting where things were getting a little more persistent and we were looking more at function. So helping people in that broad spectrum of pain experience, I found really rewarding, helping them feel a little more in control of that situation. And then when I was in Kuwait, the bulk of my practice, at least 95%, was all persistent chronic pain. So that experience showed me that I really needed very quickly to get good at helping these people and I needed to expand my own skills with that. So some extra learning around Explain Pain and the Neuro Orthopedic Institute group has been a big bulk of my work as well as looking at other nervous system influences. And I remember going through that learning and then reflecting on my previous practice as a teacher, particularly through my formative years made me realize that I think there were a lot of times where I did not effectively support my person. I think because of my own fear of making their pain worse and panic in a situation, didn't empower them and didn't open up a conversation that could have armed them with more information about how their body works. I would just be like, okay, we're not going to do that. Don't worry, moving on to the next thing. And so I have created something that helps other teachers feel more calm and confident in those situations when a person is experiencing pain and can open up more conversation and more questions around their experience that they can then use to direct their learning, their attention, or their exploring to help them move forward through their pain journey as well. Sounds like it's incredibly empowering what you offer to your clients and also in the education work that you do. It would help a lot of teachers step away much more confidently to be able to deal with those sort of challenging situations. I want people to leave my workshop knowing that they have a lot of strong skills within them and they can be really confident using what they know within their scope of practice and that they don't need to fix everybody and everything. 
but what they have to offer is powerful and empowering and can help that people feel good leaving their studio. That they can ask their client questions that open a further conversation, giving more information or picking some curiosities from their clients about other areas that they can look at to help them through their pain experience as well. A story that springs to mind is delivering some teacher training a couple of years ago. One of the students said, Bruce, this conversation sounds like a psychology session. And I said, it's not intended that way whatsoever. However, what we are doing is addressing stuff that perhaps hasn't been addressed before. Alex, do you feel sometimes that you're dealing with clients on a new level, a tricky conversation for lots of people? Because it's pain, of course, it's so hard to grasp. Definitely. And I've worked with some lovely psychologists in my studio and they've all said exactly the same thing around, oh, you're talking about the body and movement in the way that I talk to my clients about emotions. So I absolutely think that there's this amazing link. And in terms of our clients, we're so privileged to build these lifelong relationships. So we've got this amazing trust and to have someone trust us in that way, it's huge. So we often create space for them to feel things and recognize emotions that maybe they haven't felt in other places and to create a space where they can start to make links between the things that they feel in their body and the emotions and the thought process that they're having, I think is super powerful. And again, this incredible modality that Mr. Pilates put together, did he really intend for it to go to that level, do you think? I'm not a historian myself, but from the stories, I'm going to say, yeah. I think he sounded like a man who did consider the emotional and the thought process aspects. He might have had some rough around the edges approaches sometimes, but I think he knew that moving our bodies in this way was going to impact more than just our bones and our muscles and our soft tissues. I think he knew that for sure. Interesting. Can you speak for a moment about your perspective on when a a new teacher comes onto an instructor training program, the material you're talking about, that isn't front and center. It becomes this thing that you realize over time. Like it's more than just helping them out with a stretch or an exercise or an ab workout or a pelvic floor awareness. At what stage do you feel like the work that you're presenting at the conference lands on someone's lap? At the start of your Pilates teacher journey, I guess it's a little more anatomical focus, making sure we get those fine shapes in, get all the movement planes, and you're 100% right. Stuff that I'm talking about is not at the forefront of your mind. Stuff that I'm talking about is that plus emotions, plus experience, plus the psychology that you're talking about, which is not at all my scope of practice, but having an awareness that that has an impact on our pain experience and the way we move, I think is important information. And aside from the fact that we're Pilates teachers, we're also humans that experience pain ourselves as well. So having this knowledge about how our bodies work and why something might impact us in the way that it does will help us as humans, but will also, I hope, increase our empathy for the people that are arriving through our door that might be struggling. In terms of stuff that people will take away will be questions to ask, strategies for movement modifications rather than just skipping over something. Starting to understand some physical strategies to change exercise that will allow the client to still participate so that they can go, oh, it wasn't nothing, but I can still do a version of that rather than that's not for me. I can't do that ever will be some takeaways that we have as well. Sounds really great. And what I love about the diversity of what's being offered up at the conference is this topic that you've chosen to present because it fits into the mix of sessions. So I think having the informed understanding and the knowledge to come to that conversation and that relationship with the participants in your classes, I'd imagine has a massive impact. 
Some of the things that we've spoken about in the past, a few people have had some light bulb moments for their own persistent pain experiences, particularly when we're talking around how that sort of emotions and fears and beliefs a few people have said this is starting to really flicker some thought processes around things that happen for them or for family members and might be some new avenues to look at getting help with from other qualified health professionals that haven't been explored or addressed before. Things outside the Pilates studio that other people can help with as well. For those who come along to the session, what will they be able to apply with their clients when they return to work on the Monday morning after the conference? They will immediately be able to reassure their clients that they're working safely and they'll be able to challenge their clients with confidence that they're not making things worse, they're working within scope of practice and they're moving their clients forward towards their goals no matter how small those steps look like sometimes. Sounds really empowering for the participants. We're very much looking forward to your session at the conference. Alex, I appreciate your time on the call today and I look forward to tuning in for your session come September. Fabulous. I'm excited too. Grateful that we can still all connect in 2021 online as well. There is a membership category for every Pilates enthusiast where the Alliance provides a wide range of information, resources and support for everything you want to know more of with Pilates. Help us expand the message of the PAA by sharing with your network of friends and colleagues today so that the Pilates community can continue to be a vibrant and inspiring network for everyone's benefit. You can become a member today by visiting the links in the show notes. For existing members, join us on the PAA Member Forum Facebook page where you'll find an ongoing supply of resources and conversations to continue supporting you and your participation and involvement in the many levels of Pilates here in Australia. Pilates Alliance Australasia only exists because of the contributions of the Pilates community. If there's a topic or a conversation you would love to share on the podcast, then we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Pilates Alliance podcast. Please leave your comments on the Pilates Alliance Members Forum Facebook page. Remember, for anyone who is yet to become a member, we'd love to have you put your voice forward for the benefit of progressing Pilates here in Australia.